family of a local teenager says she never would have left home without calling. It's praying for the best. I want my daughter home, man. And if she can't come home, I just want to know where she's at. These posters around the towns of Livermore and Jay beg anyone with information to come forward. Posters that Richard puts up every spring, never losing hope. Arrest in a nearly four decade old cold case. Thanks to cutting edge DNA technology, the arrest happening exactly 39 years to the day. When Parabon Nano Labs used that sample to create 3D models of the suspected killer's face. It's heartbreaking. We miss her and we're going to find her. We're going to keep looking until we do. It's like a never ending nightmare. It doesn't end, it keeps returning and coming back. What if I told you, on November 12, 1988, the body of 14-year-old Brandy Hutchins is found under an abandoned building in Coal Hill, Arkansas? What if I said the seemingly likable young lady with no known enemies had been shot once in the head, executioner style? Why is it some murders are more important than others, and Brandy Hutchins has become the disposable child? Was it corruption or cover-up? You be the judge. So tonight we're joined by Julie Millard. She is the cousin of 14-year-old Brandy Hutchins, whose body was found November 12th, 1988, in a abandoned home in Coal Hill, Arkansas. Uh, welcome to Looking Lost, Julie. Thank you. Thank you for letting me be here. So you you were Brandy's cousin, correct? Yes. Um, I was nine years old when Brandy was born, so I was actually more like an aunt or something like that. It was always a little protective of her. Um, right. Yeah. So you, you guys live nearby each other? Well, I lived in Lamar and she lived, we probably lived within seven or eight miles of each other. Okay. Most so of the time she lived in Clarkson. Yeah. What can you tell us about uh, Brandy's childhood? Oh, Brandy was, she was very sweet. I mean, when she was born, of course, it'd been a while since we'd been around, you know, a baby. And so I fell in love instantly with Brandy. Um, she did have a rough childhood. Um, a not a stable home life at all. She was a very caring and sensitive child. Um, um, like every Christmas when she would come over, she would bring a gift. I don't care if it, she picked it out of her own toy box, just some little something, you know, and she would bring something. Um, she was funny, but she did have a really rough home life. Um, I don't think she ever knew what to expect from her mom or her dad. Her mom was more the disciplinarian. Um, mm. And her, her dad was a little, you know, subservient, I would say, to her mom. Her mom was... Um, definitely um, the ruler of the home. Right. Are her parents still alive? Her dad is. Her mom passed several years ago. Her dad's not in good health, though. Um, and I would love to see this case solved while he is still alive. Absolutely. Because I know right. it bothers him a lot. What a... So... How, how how close were you with, with Brandy? Did you did you see her regularly or was it mostly just like family gatherings? Well, I, it's hard to really explain. I used to spend the night with them a lot when I was younger. Um, until I started getting older, you know, in my teenage years. Um, and actually, Later on, she lived with me for a little bit. I married very young. Mm -hmm. And so I had my own home at an early age. And because she had some issues, me and my husband took her in for a little while. But we were always really, really close. You know, um, she didn't tell me a lot of secrets and stuff like that. But like I said, I was more of an aunt. I always tried to look over her and protect her right. and that sort of thing. Right, right. Now, how old were you when, when Brandy went missing? You would have been 23? 
I was 23 when she was killed. Yeah. Yeah. And I had yeah. two, two young children then. I had a two year old and a four year old. Um, oh, wow. And I, yeah, I remember when my mom and dad came to my house and told me that she had been found, you know, dead. Uh, I'll never forget the feeling. I was just devastated. I was just um, in shock. Uh, right. I couldn't quit crying. You know, I just, and of course I felt guilty. I felt like, you know, if I had been there, if I had been able to do something, you know, it wouldn't have happened. And I still feel that way in a, in a way right. I do, you know, um, I think we all failed Brandy. Yeah, and Describe I, I can understand her, uh, why people would feel that way. Describe yeah. her adolescent years, if you would. Okay. When she was about 11, her mom and dad took her and moved to Iowa with some friends. While they lived there, um, Brandy's mom um, met another man and um, told Brandy's dad that he would have to take care of her that she basically didn't want her anymore and he didn't have any family friends or anything up there so he brought her back to arkansas and you know he didn't have any money he didn't have a job nothing so he moved in with two of his brothers into a single wide trailer uh, just a two-bedroom small um and honestly i mean it's terrible to say but all they did was fuss, all those three. One of them was uh, mentally ill, uh, not mentally ill, um, development, de developmentally delayed. And the other one was an alcoholic. And really all they did was fuss at Brandy all the time. You know, she could not do anything right. So she spent a lot of time at Brandy's house. You know, she would come to my house some, um, and she would, she would spend a lot of time at her friend's house. And, Unfortunately, her dad, I mean, it would, he would go for days and not even check on her, know where she was at, which was kind of the case when she was when she was killed. He had he had dropped her off at this place on Thursday and her body was found on Saturday. So we never and she was actually never missing or anything. It was just not unusual for her to be at a friend's house for days on end. Right. So where did he. So you said he dropped her off somewhere. What did she tell him or where did he think he was taking her? What was going on? She, that okay. She, he picked her up at a friend's house on Wednesday. I think the November the 9th. Anyway, it was that Wednesday. He picked her up at a friend's house and she told him that she had gotten a note from somebody. I don't know where the note came from. I don't know who wrote the note. But somebody had told her to meet them at the old abandoned house. Um, and apparently that had parties there and stuff before. So she knew where to go. And they said they were going to have a birthday party for her. And of course, he told her, no, I'm not taking oh. you. I'm not taking you. Um, but, but Brandy didn't know how to leave it alone. And she, when she was determined to get her way, which was always the case, he didn't know how to, how to handle her. He didn't know um, how to discipline her. So eventually he took her up there that Thursday and dropped her off. They said they were having a birthday party for him. Okay. When he got up there, there was nobody there. It was just an old abandoned house. There was no electric, no heat, nothing. And this is in no November. So it's, oh, you know, wow. it's yeah. cool. And um, he told her, no, I'm not leaving you here. I'm not leaving you here. And nothing doings. She wouldn't go back with him. So he finally did leave her there. He, She told him they will be here in a little bit. You know, they told me they're coming. They'll be here in a little bit. And so finally he left her there. And that was the last time he saw her alive. And she never gave any, like, hint as to who she was meeting, like, was it high school friends or no um apparently her so-called boyfriend lived up there and i guess he was one of the ones she was supposed to meet i don't know who else um but she had been going around telling people that she was pregnant 
And she kept saying, my boyfriend's going to kill me when he finds out I'm pregnant. But the autopsy states that she was not pregnant. And I have learned in the past couple of years that the, the friend that she was with when her dad picked her up that week was pregnant and that they had used her urine to get a positive pregnancy test. And it wasn't just a home pregnancy test. She has ta- she had taken that urine down to our local pregnancy help center. And so she had a piece of paper written out in her purse that was found on the porch of the abandoned house. And it, it showed that she was pregnant, you know, because apparently it was a joke that went horribly wrong. Um, oh, because wow. Yeah, the aut- autopsy show states that she was not pregnant. Um, but that that could be the motive, is what you're thinking, right? And that's that's how, the only thing I know of that that it could old, be. How old was the boyfriend? I think he was six or seventeen at the time. Okay, he was a little yeah. older than her, but not a whole lot. Right. Okay. Yeah. And and remember, that's a lot this better than before. I was thinking. This is before yeah. every 14-year-old in the state had cell phones, right? So 1988. Right. So, so right. her dad's dropping her off there. You said it's November. It's cold. I mean, mm-hmm. it gets colder up here in Maine than it does in Arkansas, I'm sure. Oh, yes, I'm sure. It's, it's, yeah. it's cold down there, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but she had no phone to be able to contact him again to say, right. hey, they didn't show up. Like, that's got to be scary for him, too, to have left her there, right? Right, and that's one reason it bothers him so bad. Um, yeah, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, just, I mean, that's all he thinks about. You can tell that's just all he thinks about. Um, he was in the yeah. hospital just recently, and I, I don't know if it was the medicine they gave him or what it was, but he was telling, you know, people that come to visit him that they had found her killer. And, you know, that right there just goes to show you that it plays on his conscience really bad. Right. What What was their relationship like? Was Was he... Was he mean to her, or did he just not know how to how to how to handle her? So he just kind of let her do stuff. Right, that was the case. He wasn't mean to her. Brandy was a good sized girl. Brandy was bigger than him. Um, she was fourteen years old, but she probably weighed two hundred and thirty pounds. I think that's oh, what wow. the officer said two thirty. Um, and which she was not killed at this abandoned house, from what I gathered. And so whoever put her under there had to have had, had help, you know, it had to have taken so, at least two of them to do it. So let's go over that real quick. What, what was the, the autopsy report? What was like the official story as to how she was, she was uh, killed. And she shot with a 22 caliber um, pistol. They said it was a 22. They assume it's a pistol, I guess. Um, right above the right eye and so it said also that she did not die instantly that it probably left her left side paralyzed and she probably lived about 15 minutes before she died oh my word oh my gosh yeah and but you don't think it happened there or they don't think it happened there they don't think it happened there because there was not a lot of blood under the house you know where she was okay. found so, or yeah. or around the house at all? Was this uh, abandoned house? Was it? Were there other uh, houses nearby? Were there other people? There were the building. There were some neighbors, but not just real close. Um, and on the inside of the the abandoned house, they had parties and stuff. And it was said then that there was a lot of death worshippers and stuff there. And there were like pentagrams and 666 and all kinds of um, satanic symbols inside the house. So okay. that's what they kind of thought at first. And then they kind of ruled that out. Yeah. So do you know who owned the house? All I know is that it was the old John Emery house is what they called it. And believe it or not, <laughs> it's kind of ironic the state trooper, the investigator with the state 
police, not the state trooper, but the special investigator with the state police actually has bought that property now. And he's over Brandy's case. Oh, so you think that he's actually doing that to try to dig in deeper to this case, correct? Well, not, not really. You think it was just a coincidence? I think it's just a coincidence. I don't, I don't know, but. Yeah, I don't think there's not a, na- a house there now. See, the house okay. burned very shortly after she died. That house burned. Let's go back to the point where no one knows she's missing, right? For two days, her dad's not checking in on her or anything like that. He's not sure where she's at. Um, how was her body discovered? Okay, there were some, it was deer season um, down here. Um, and there were some hunters that one of them saw a shoe and they just kind of started investigating a little bit. And that's how they found her body under, it was under the house. When you say under the house, was it in a basement area? Well, it's kind of like the way I was understand it. It was kind of like in a root cellar, but it wasn't under the house. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of picturing like the house is not you know, under got some underpinning or something under it that's not there. I don't know. I I never went out there. And he saw I think he saw one of her feet and she was like there was a shallow area and that's where she was laying and she had some boards and things thrown over her. Okay. So then they call the police. The did the police immediately know who she was or how did that process play out? They may have, you know, I don't really know. Um, but I know she was in, in the system as far as not getting into trouble really, but she had been in a couple of different homes because she, she didn't go to school like she should have. And she would get in trouble at school some. So, um, like I said, she was waiting on placement. She wasn't in school at the time she was killed. Um, because she'd gotten into some trouble at school, I think. Are you aware of uh, how her father was notified? Did the state police call him, or did they just show up at the property? Are you not sure? Yeah, I think it was um, county police came and told him that she had been found. And, of course, he was taken, you know, for questioning, um, along with several other people. And... From what I gather, he was put in a police car along with the boyfriend and the boyfriend's mother. And they were all taken together to go get a lie detector test. Which that is must have been a strange ride. Yeah. 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 I would assume if I if I was a father and I was in a vehicle with my daughter's boyfriend and my daughter was just killed, I'd yeah. I would be very suspicious and it might be a very dangerous spot for someone right. to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. But my my uncle is not and this is my uncle. He and my mom are siblings. Um I don't I don't really know a good way to describe him. Um he's a small man and he's not He's kind of meek. Maybe I should put it like that. He's kind of meek. You okay. Know, so. Not very confrontational. <laughs> right. Right. Now, Brandy's friends, or, or yeah, her, her sort of relationships with her friends, was she, did she really get along with them well? Like, did, did she have strong relationships with her friends? She did. Um, I know... The lady, the friend that she was staying with when her dad came to pick her up, she'd been Mm -hmm. there three or four days. And um, the girl was 15 years old. The friend was 15 years old and she was pregnant, but she was married already. And her husband, I think, wanted Brandy to leave. I think he, you know, had said, well, she's been here long enough. She needs to go home. So she had to actually go to the neighbor's house and call her dad to come get her. Um, and so she, she went home that night, and the next night is when she went up to Cole Hill. Right. 
Yeah, I'm trying to, to figure out sort of piece together what um, what happened with the quote-unquote surprise party. Was it even a surprise party? or was I don't it... think anybody was there. I have not been able yeah. to locate anybody that was at that party. Did you think that that was just an excuse that she came up with to, to have her dad drop that off? Maybe. Maybe that, that she came up with or whoever killed her came up with, yeah. you know. But I don't right. know. Um the detective told me that there was a note. It was like a post-it type note in her purse that said, meet me at the abandoned house at the old house, something to that effect. And I asked him if they had done handwriting analysis on it. And he said that they had, but had, there was no conclusion. It hadn't shown you, anything. You had mentioned that her father her boyfriend and the boyfriend's mom all were taken down for lie detector test. Do you know the results of those tests? I was told that my uncle passed it and the boyfriend and his mom failed it. Wow. Do we know uh, what questions were on there? I have no idea. I asked yeah. the county detective if I could look at her case files and he wouldn't let me, which I was not surprised. I didn't expect to be able to. Right. It's just like, I, I get it, but it's so hard when you got family members wanting to know more information. I, I get right. not it's like a case they for will it, not Exactly. They will not tell us anything, any information I get from the police. I have to beg for it. They just, right. they call me with an update, nothing. And what, 30? Four years. 30, 34. Yeah, 34 30. years now. 34, 34 years. years on. And and do they do they feel like they're any closer now? Do they, do we know of any, any of the suspects that they have? Yes, I know. I know of probably about four people that were probably somehow involved. Um, the boyfriend and his family, they left the area within just a couple of weeks, I think, after she was killed. Really? Which, which is strange to me because I think if you're being a, if you're a suspect, aren't you supposed to like stick around? Aren't you? Right. They usually tell you not police? to leave the state. Right. right. That's what, but anyway. Um, and he is actually a suspect in two other murders, but again, really? yeah, but again, there's not enough evidence. Can you, and I'm sure you don't know all the facts of these other cases, but what, what are the other two murders? Were they also One, females? Right. Yes. And he was, they were, um, his, um, partners his girlfriends at the time one the last time well the one she's missing um she left with him and she hasn't been seen since um and the other one they're probably going to an abandoned house yeah you think right. yeah, yeah but, there, are there post-it yeah. notes nearby right yeah and the other one supposedly shot herself right in front of him so, huh, with a 22? Yeah, convenient, huh? Yeah. Wow. Well, if I were to have a suspect, that would be number one. Right. And then, uh, of course, that's who they suspect. But this whole thing seems like it's a pretty open and shut case, honestly. <laughs> like, it does. And that's why it's so frustrating that they won't. And, you know, and I've begged them and they tell me that they are submitting DNA constantly. And they have come so far with DNA and all the forensics now. I don't see why it's taking them so long if they're really trying to find her killer. Do they have Quite DNA, honest. though? I mean, obviously, yes. they have hers, but they have... A male yes. subject? This state police investigator told me that they do have perpetrator DNA. I asked him point blank, and he told me and they did. Is it a match to anyone? Does, will he tell you that? No. Will they have they, a, they, they tell me. That, yeah. They, they say no, nothing has, has popped up on it. And all, every 
Every suspect has been in prison. So you know that there's DNA if it's been tested. That is so weird. Yes, so it is Arkansas. very weird. Arkansas, isn't that where the Clintons are from? Yes. And Fami Malik. Have you ever heard of Fami Malik? Who's that? He was the medical examiner, state medical examiner, that, well, he pretty much had the Clintons in his pocket. He, um, Bill Clinton's mother was um, an anesthesiologist from, I think I'm getting this right. Anyway, because of something she done, she lost a patient. And Fami Malik pretty much covered that up for them. Well, he's the one that performed Brandy's autopsy. So, I mean, he's well known as Arkansas's corrupt medical examiner. He he was a big joke. Yeah, you'll have to. The name is spelled F-A-H-M-Y-M-A-L-A-K. And you'll look him up. You'll be able to find some pretty interesting stuff. I, so he, yeah, has a, he has I, a record of... of like yes. bad medicine, yes. if you might want to call yes. it. Yes. I have read some stuff. I, I didn't know yeah. the name, didn't recognize the name, but yeah, I've, I've heard some and stuff. And you know, nobody has even mentioned possibly exhuming Brandy's body to try to get more evidence. But with him doing the autopsy, I, I personally think they should. I mean, I don't know what they would look for. I, I don't know anything really about all that. Yeah, yeah I'm not, I'm not somebody, sure what, what the whole purpose of exhuming is, unless it's something that they could have checked before that they can check right. now and they haven't. But I'm not sure what sort of evidence they yeah. could gather now with exhuming, but I, I'm just not super familiar with the process. So, yeah, yeah who, who knows? Somebody is not doing their job. I can guarantee you somebody is not doing their job. Well, yeah, yeah, I would. I would have to assume in most most of these cases where it's been 30, 40, 50 years, someone didn't do their job somewhere. Uh, right. Someone screwed up somewhere. Yeah. And there are there are so many unsolved murders in our county. Um, really? Just, just a year ago, a 16-year-old boy was found out here at our local lake. They ruled it an accident and... Everybody says that it was not an accident. What what so, were what were the details of that? Why why didn't everyone anyone think it was an beat, accident? He, he was beat to death, pretty much. His mother seen him, um, seen his before he was. I guess she had to go identify his body, and he was messed up with a bunch of stuff. Mm. And um, they said that he had hypothermia. They said he drowned. Uh huh. Um, but but he didn't he didn't have any water in his lungs, so he Unreal. was yeah. There's a lot of them, but you know this spans thirty something years. You know from Brandy's from 1988 all the way to now. You know that's 34 years. There's been several. Now so, Brandy's case, Brandy's case, she it was ruled a homicide, right? Yes. They didn't think yes. that she perform yeah, suicide. Uh, thank God, I would have. I wouldn't gun. even know what to think if. Yeah. Right. If yeah, they put, said she had no gun, you know, powder was, on her hand, no gunpowder residue on her hand. hand did they somewhere. say? Um, and they might not have even looked for this in '88. I don't know, but did they say how far the gun was from her head? Did they give any sort of guesstimation? It was very close. They said execution style. Okay. Yeah, that usually means there's powder burns. Flash burns. Yeah. 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 And, you know, it's just so scary to me to think how scared she must have been. I know. Because you knew she's seen it coming. You know, you know that Mm -hmm. she had to have seen it coming and begging for her life. and And then potentially being there for 15 minutes after. Right. And she's waiting to die. It's disgusting. I don't know. I don't know how someone can be so, so cruel and evil. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Evil is an understatement even. So the only thing she was missing was the one shoe that the hunter had found that brought him into the house 
anyway, right? right. Or in the area. Right. So she was fully clothed, so it wasn't like it was... Right. They said it, it was not considered a rape-type situation right. because yeah. she was fully clothed. Yeah, not um, like a robbery because she's 14. She probably didn't have anything on her to start with. It's right. just murder for the sake of murder. Right. Just meanness. Now, um, I did speak with a lady that says said that that night she lived in Coal Hill and right in Coal Hill. And she said that she and her husband were wakened during the night to the sound screaming. She said she kept thinking it sounded like a cat, but then they got up and went out on the porch and looked and they seen a woman in a ditch screaming, help me. And somebody pushing her into a car. They didn't and call the cops? They did. And they said that they came out the next, I think that evening or the next day and took a report. And, but and there's that was no on that Thursday night? Right. But they, I've asked them if there's a record of that and they can't tell me. They won't tell me. Did they describe the vehicle by chance? She said it's been so long she does not remember. Kind of, and I go to church with this lady. I mean, this lady would not tell me this just to be making something up. Right. Well, yeah, because that wouldn't help anything if you're right. Right. Like that's literally that's literally just going to hurt hurt the case. Right. Giving right. false information. No. Uh -huh. Exactly. That that baffles me though that they get a report that someone's saying. Like, help me, screaming, help me. And they will come out the next evening to check on it, the next day to check yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah, it I don't know. My mind. They, might have, they might have come out that night. I don't really remember. But she did tell me that they came back the next day mm -hmm. and showed her a picture of Brandy and asked if that looked like who that was. And she told them yes. But here's one reason that they have not had not arrested anyone. If you can follow this, it's kind of odd. Okay. Brandy's aunt told the police that Brandy called her about 11 o'clock that Thursday night. And which would mess up the timeline of Brandy's death. Um, and she swore to them it was like 11 o'clock that Thursday night. And they kept asking her, are you sure that's when she called her? Are you sure that maybe it was earlier? And she told them, no, it was that Thursday night. Well, she passed this year from COVID. And her husband has then since told the police that it was not that Thursday night. He said it was that Wednesday night when Brandy was at home that she called because he said they had, they were in a bowling league and they had been gotten back from bowling and that's when Brandy called. So that would put Brandy at home that night and not her calling, you know, after she supposedly was killed. It's just all a very strange situation. So was Wednesday the the night that she went to the party or was that the Thursday night? That was Thursday. She, she was at home with her dad on Wednesday night. Okay. All right. And that, that's when her uncle says that she called about 11 o'clock that night. What, what, what would, what's the purpose of her aunt giving the, would she do it on purpose? Give the wrong day? No, but they, but she was very, you know, I'm right. You're not going to make me change my mind and I'm not changing my mind. It's going to make me look stupid if I change my mind, if I say right. something different. Now. But looking stupid versus like giving right. bad information about your niece who was just yeah. and killed. Apprehending the killer. So were there <sighs> rumors soon afterwards in town? Uh, what did what did the townspeople think happened? They at at first everybody thought that it was like a, a 
a satanic incident, you know, like she was offered as a sacrifice because of all the, the signs that were inside the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of big at the time too. Um, and then of course, everybody, you know, blamed her dad because, you know, he, she didn't have a good home life and he let her go, you know, all over the place. And he, he blames himself to this day. Um, mm-hmm. But it's not his fault that someone else is a piece of shit. Right. Here's my language. No, I agree. Was then and is now. I don't see how anybody can live with that on their conscience for so long. And I really don't understand how nobody else has talked. You know how people like to talk? Mm. Right. And yet nobody has said a word. Or, or the boyfriend gets drunk some night and says something to somebody. You'd think that right, right. somebody would say something. Now, yeah, some, someone I, must have heard something at some point. Yes. Now, no. I have had a lady contact me just within the last two or three months telling me that. And this was a different. This is a different suspect. Um, she told me that. This other guy, and I don't even know how Brandy knew him if she did, that she was in a relationship with this guy. He had moved to um, Missouri not long after Brandy was killed, a couple of years afterwards. And that about a week before he was asking his mom to buy him some bullets because they were going camping and he wanted protection. And that night, when they were supposedly camping, he came running in with some friends and they were scared to death. They were, they were hiding. They were shaking. Is he but her I, age? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's a possibility then he could be right. the one that wrote the note to get her there just to see what it's like to you know, kill somebody, I guess. He's sociopath. He would do it just to feel, just to see what it feels like to kill somebody. And he has, went in this guy's violent he is he has beaten a couple with a baseball bat and raped oh. the woman in front of the man i mean he's crazy wow wow yeah so did you and, did you but, say but none, of, none of the dna out. matches which is the part that baffles me that there's two suspects uh one of them has what has Two dead girlfriends and a missing yeah, one. See? Right. raped and almost beat a couple to death. Right. Like, if if those two alone seem like, okay, that should one of these yeah. guys have to be involved with this. Yeah. But well, somehow the, the, we don't have DNA that matches. Like, I'm kind of scared about the third and fourth suspects if it's not either of the first two. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. I'm um, it's messed or, up. Or they, or they bought the DNA. Mm. Yes. Yes. Now, a lot of families uh, turn to psychics on these types of cases. Is that something you guys have done at all? No. Um, I did have someone contact me, but I wasn't sure if it was for real or not, you know, which I would not be opposed to it, honestly, if I thought that it would help at all. But... The police around here will not listen to me. I mean, they just will not. I know they think I'm a pain in the rear, but if I hadn't been a pain in the rear for the last almost three years, I wouldn't have found anything out. And they wouldn't right. be looking for me right now. You know, yeah, I what, mean, what, what a pain in the butt this lady is trying to get answers for her dead cousin. Right. right. That her dead cousin that had just turned 14. Right, right. That's what I was saying. Like, I, I can't imagine a state that can have a 14-year-old shot left in an abandoned house and it's not national news. You know, it's it should have been... Big the disposable child, you know? Oh, well, she's dead. No biggie. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Disgusting. And that's what I told our sheriff, you know, when I was down there talking to it's back in the spring. I just, I didn't like what he had to say. And I just kind of blew up on him and, and I pointed my finger at him and I said, you have no idea what it feels like 
knowing that a 14-year-old relative of yours was looking down the barrel of a gun, knowing she was fixing to be killed. I can't even fathom, fathom mm. that. So it's sad. And the fact that they don't seem to care is what really is frustrating. And and I know you can't necessarily speak for her father, but has he mentioned to you who he thinks is, is involved? Does he have the same beliefs as you? He thinks the, well, honestly, he thinks the boyfriend did it. Um, and he thinks the sheriff at the time had something to do with it also. Really? Why, why is that? Or he, thinks, or he thinks that he knows more than he's saying. Um, and I wouldn't doubt that they they might. I mean, that's kind uh -huh. of the, the point, right? They there are certain uh -huh. things they can't say. But what what is what is his reasoning for that, though? I think it's just because of the way he handled the investigation. He did not handle it well at all, and it was a very solvable case at the time. But the sheriff did not handle it well, and I think he holds a lot of resentment against him for that. Right. Is there any connection with the sheriff and the suspects at all? Not that I'm aware of, no. Nope. Now, was, was there any, like, mishandling of evidence or anything like that on the sheriff's part? Well, I've heard there was. I don't know any specifics. I've heard, um, which my uncle said that when they were questioning, they had just taken Brandy's clothes and just thrown up thrown them up on the shelf, you know, like they had not preserved them right. Um, and I've heard other people say other things, but but I don't know what's true and what's not, you know. Right. You can hear so much in hearsay, and it's just gossip. Right, especially over the course of 34 years, there's bound to be a lot of stuff said. Yeah. You start a Facebook page to help get justice for Brandy. Can you help? Uh, can you share that with us? Right. It's justice for Brandy Huggins. Um, and I've held a rally once. I mean, you can find that on Facebook. Um, go on there and like it and it'll tell you, you can find a lot of information on there. It'll, I mean, it even gives names and stuff. People, people have mentioned names and stuff. So if anybody wants to look on that, go on there and like that. Um, but I've held ra a rally before. And not a whole lot of people came, but I have actually contacted Parabon, um, and I'm sure you are familiar with them. Yeah. And they told me that they, you know, they would love to try to figure out who killed her, you know, using DNA. But they've also told me that our law enforcement have to contact them, that they don't contact law enforcement. I've asked our law enforcement to please contact them and they refuse to do so. Is it a, is it a cost issue or what? There what is, is a, well, not for our, not for the, our police officers. I mean, we would do some, um, right. Crowdfunding. You know, some yeah. Crowdfunding. Right. Um, right. Absolutely. For, and, um, but, but they told me no that they're submitting evidence to their own sources. So there you go. What's what's the harm in in having an, another source um, looking, especially Parabon? They're they're pretty huge. renowned. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You should, um, and and I know you've reached out to. You'd said you'd talked to a couple different podcasts or whatever to try to cover the case. I think we're the first ones to do it though with you. Uh, have you talked to like local media and told them that same thing that why isn't I actually department... I have talked I have sent emails to every new station that I know of to send to here in Arkansas and they will not do it. Now I did have the editor from the newspaper in um, the neighboring county contact me last week and he's wanting to cover the story which I'm so excited about, you yeah, know, you got someone right. So hopefully people are starting to notice, you know, right. We'll, um, and, 
we'll try to get this thing or this podcast done and out um, by Sunday, I think, right, Jeff? I think you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, he's the editor. So, okay. <laughs> um, so, I'm also really lazy sometimes. Once we do that, yeah. you could actually share that with that with the newspaper too, so that the uh, editor can kind of hear the story too from, okay. from here. Okay. Um, yeah, and, and like we, we try to share as much as we can about anything that comes across to us. Um, but we're also all the way up in Maine, but we do have people that follow us from from all over. So the more people that we can get to share this sort of thing, right, um, the, the better. Um, Post it on you know the Facebook page, and I'm sure I have lots of people watch it on there. So hopefully, yeah, yeah. Um, so I just had. Two quick questions before the end here. If uh, if you could say something to someone who knows about what happened, what would it be? Please tell somebody. You know, I just, we want justice. We want justice for her dad and her. I want her dad to know who killed Brandy so that he can rest in peace when he... When he dies, you know, he is not doing well. And how can you live with this on your conscience? You you know who killed Brandy? If you killed Brandy, just come clean. Right. Um, also, if you could say something to a killer, what would it be? <laughs> how dare you? Are you thinking? Are you I mean, this is, people are going to see this that I don't want to hear me talk like that. But I mean, are you serious? You know, she was a child. How could you do such a thing? She didn't hurt you at all. You know, it's, I would love to be able to get that chance in person. Right. Probably have a lot more words than that. Or, Yeah. <laughs> harsh, harsher. <laughs> And I think it might be all due to a, you know, yeah. he, he didn't understand Junk. that she, she yeah. wasn't seriously pregnant, but he um, did all this because he was trying to protect himself from a potential teenage pregnant girlfriend. Right. And, I mean, I didn't mention this, but from everything I've heard, him and his mom, they had a pretty weird relationship, you know, maybe an incestuous relationship or maybe... She was molesting him or something. And maybe if she found out or thought that Brandy was pregnant with his child, maybe she done it or made him do it. But mm -hmm. you never know. It's all very right. confusing. Well, we hope you got, you get some more attention to this. Hopefully this helps with her case and, Hopefully you guys get some sort of answers for something yeah. sometime soon. I don't, I don't know what it would take for them to get, get their thumbs out of their butts, but we're not a huge podcast. We're not a huge podcast, but a lot of times people start talking when they do see podcasts like this out there. All of a sudden, right. Somebody remembers something or somebody realizes that, Hey, the, the person that's in question isn't a threat anymore. You're 3000 miles away right. from them. just be honest and tell us what you know, you know? Right. Well, I do know that in 2008, there was some new information come. I don't know where it came from or what it was, but they talked to this one guy and he told them, he told the county detective, I will tell you everything if you can get the prosecutor to grant me immunity. Prosecutor wouldn't do it. And now I've yeah. contacted this guy and he says he knows nothing. So I don't huh. know. So who knows? Is is he just using it as a bargaining chip to right yeah. his sentence, or does he actually know something? Because I know that happens a lot. Where right, if he if he's not directly involved, then well, I mean, I guess he's asking for immunity. He's probably in one way or another involved, but hopefully, it's not being yeah. pulled the trigger. Like that's yeah. the person that that needs the punishment. Right. Exactly. Yes. I don't care how, how old he is. Right. He still needs to go to jail for what he's done. Absolutely. 
Well, Julie, thank you so much for sharing Brandy's story with us and joining us. Yes, thank, thank you, you so very, much. very much. Thank and you so much for having me. Yeah. Yeah. And if and there's good. anything we can do to help spread the word about anything that you're doing going forward, let us know too, please. I certainly will. Thank you so much. Thank you very you're much welcome. for being here right. and the best of luck to you. Thank you. All right. Good night. Bye -bye. Take care. If any of Brandy's family are listening, we want you to know that she is not disposable. No one deserves what happened to her, and none of you are to blame for another's atrocities or for the failure of your local authorities to find answers and get you the justice you deserve. And thank you very much to Julie for speaking with us and letting us share Brandy's story. We hope the world can listen and you can get some much needed closure. Now for the people listening. If you know anything about what happened, please contact the Johnson County Sheriff's Office at 479-754-2200. Also, make sure to go to her Facebook page, Justice for Brandy Hutchins, to show your support, learn more, and keep up to date with any new information about the case. Also, please consider, if you find what we do worthy, giving us a like, subscribe, follow, or share on whatever platform you view our content on. It's free, and it really helps get the family stories out there. And as always, thanks for listening. Search for five-year-old Taylor, Taylor Williams led investigators to Alabama this week. So we have some breaking news from Florida. An arrest has been made. Tonight, after years of agony, a glimmer of hope for the family. Investigators spent hours searching through this house off Pennsylvania Avenue. What could be a major development in the search for missing Alabama teenager. Tonight, a stunning twist in the search for Taylor. Cases, somebody out there knows something. They want to lay him to rest their way, not by somebody else's way.